Hi there, welcome back to the Just the Book of Anarchism. And we're watching Facebook, uh, There's a weird YouTube, reason that this guy keeps popping up on shorts. your FYP and no, it is not why you think. Andrew Tate is a world champion Jack kickboxer Neal. worth over $30 million. And over the past few months, he's been on an absolute rampage of social media marketing. Quick fix if you're an introvert who feels... Uh, Rats. Um, Let's shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Aridstona in Two Stones and KPYT Pathbayaki Radio on Res with Trista Show. Yo, Emmy 100.3 on your radio dial. Let's see, complicated in a row. The ring on the first pillar has eight sides. On the second pillar has 16 sides. The third ring has 32 sides. And the fourth has 64 sides. These pillars are not made of one stone. In fact, each ring is a separate stone ring that can be rotated. They are actual rotatable gears. And when they're all connected by a valve or a chain, each gear will rotate at a different speed in this one to two to four to eight ratio today we can make these pillars only by using advanced lathe operations like milling chamfering knurling and gear cutting archaeologists agree that these pillars can be made only using blade machining technology but they also confirm that these pillars are at least 900 years old let's examine I call everybody a bitch-ass nigga, but that's not the right thing to do with their game. And now it was in trouble. And not only that, the motherfucker was huge. He stood up. He was towering over me. He must have been 6'5", a big, white, corn-fed, Texas homosexual. This nigga was ready to fight. And he started barking on me, but I stood my ground. I wasn't scared. How could I be scared? This motherfucker's shirt was tied up in a knot like this. Fuck this guy. Let's go, nigga. Let's go. Yeah. I thought we were going to come to blows. I, I was ready. I was ready. And, and, and then... This is a true hero. On the 
morning of December wow. 6, 1917, a 45-year-old train dispatcher from Canada named Vince Coleman was at his post when two cargo ships suddenly collided at the nearby harbor, sparking a large fire on them. Since the ship was carrying over 2,900 tons of explosives for the ongoing world war, it was going to blow at any minute. And realizing this, the crew and captain frantically abandoned the ship and began yelling for people nearby to run for their lives. Hearing the shouts, Vince began to make his way out of the train station along with the other workers, but all of a sudden, it stopped in his tracks. He realized that the number 10 train, carrying almost 300 passengers, was due to arrive at any minute, right next to that burning ship. And with no time to spare, he destined... Governor Greg Abbott after the last time 5 million Texans lost power because the power grid failed. I'm guaranteed the lights will stay on. And yet here he is ahead of the latest power grid failure. Well, listen, no, 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 one, no one can guarantee that there won't be a boat uh, shed event. And if you're wondering what changed Abbott's guarantee, why 70,000 Texans are without power right now, it's because when Republicans passed their law requiring the power grid be weatherized, they also wrote in a fun little loophole that natural gas companies could simply not declare themselves to be critical infrastructure with the state and they'd be exempt. Which, of course, came after Greg Abbott received a million-dollar donation from a guy named Kelsey Warren, the executive chairman of Transfer Energy Partners. That's the company that profited $2.4 billion during the last blackout in Texas. So if you were wondering why the governor of Texas is more interested in coddling natural gas companies than the citizens that they're supposed to serve, now you know. Here's Texas Governor Greg Abbott after the last time five million Texans lost power because the power grid failed. Guaranteed the lights will stay on. And yet here he is ahead of the latest power grid failure. Should share this. See any Texas Democrat groups here? Mm. On my own, I just can't take it. Newsfeed.
Seven mysterious beings rebuild civilizations after the Great Flood. There is uh, a very strong and intriguing reference to what are called the seven antediluvian sages. Go over to India, uh, and we have the seven rishis. Uh, so this this number keeps on cropping up. We can go further away to Easter Island. There we discover an ancient tradition that civilization was first brought to Easter Island by seven initiated men. Now, how are we to take all of this, and how can we put it into some kind of context? For me, what I think, what I think we're looking at, uh, is more evidence that there was uh, a, a high civilization that we have lost track of, that we truly are a species with amnesia, and that we have forgotten a very important part of our story. Uh, and, and fragments of that story crop up all around the world in uh, Sumerian tradition and in the surviving texts that have been passed I've heard of the, there I've is, heard this quote. Uh, a very strong and intriguing I watched pretty much everything he's reference done. to what are called the seven antediluvian sages. Go over to India uh, and we have the seven rishis. Uh, so this, this number keeps on cropping up. We can go further away to Easter Island. There we discover an ancient tradition that civilization was first brought to Easter Island by seven initiated men. Now, how are we to take all of this, and how can we put it into some kind of context? For me, what I think, what I think we're looking at, uh, is more evidence that there was uh, a high civilization that we have lost track of, that we truly are a species with amnesia, and that we have forgotten a very important part of our story. Uh, and, and fragments of that story crop up all around the world in the Sumerian tradition and in the surviving texts that have been passed down to us. There is uh, a very strong and intriguing reference to what are called the seven antediluvian sages. Go over to India uh, and we have the seven rishis. Uh, so this, this number keeps on cropping up. We can go... The day before 9-11, the day before the attacks, Rumsfeld gave a press conference where he talked about trillions of dollars missing. The day. Then, a plane slams into the very part of the building where they were doing the accounting. Blows up half the fucking building in the Pentagon. Blows up a wall. Donald Rumsfeld was on, where was it, the White House lawn to Or so they say. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. <laughs> $2.3 Okay, now, again, somebody told you that literally, like, right before 9-11 happened, they said they, they couldn't track $2.3 trillion. You go, no, that didn't happen. That did not happen, but it did happen. The day before 9-11, the day before the attacks... I've been telling Rumsfeld people this shit, too. ...gave a press conference where he talked about... They did it to destroy their evidence that they stole it.
Yeah, um, first Cabal should be held responsible for that. Government, military, or, or, Money last year, 
The rich whites told me they say it at a cocktail party. Did you know that Satan didn't create hell and he isn't in charge of hell? Hell was actually created for Satan and his followers. It was not created for humans. So don't think that the devil doesn't have access to earth. Book of Job says, again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. Satan, from whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And we know this is the case because Satan tempted Jesus while he was on the earth. The Bible tells us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against dark principalities in the heavenly places. There is constant spiritual warfare all around us. There is no way that we can deny this. There is a war going on right now for your very soul. Did you know that Satan... Lewis Canada came on Uranus. After invading Kemet, Augustus was thinking about an exit Nubia. At that time, Amadi Uranus was Canada Kay of Kush in what is today Sudan and Nubia. The new Egypto Nubian headquarters after the fall of Kemet. To stop the Roman expansion, Amadi Uranus decided to strike first. Her husband died during these battles, leaving her and her son to continue the fight. But the attack was successful. Kush captured two major cities, took captives, expanded its borders, and defaced Augustus's statues, symbols of Rome's power in Egypt. It infuriated Augustus, who struck back, invaded Kush, destroyed Mapata, and captured many Kushites. Amani Rainus even lost one eye, but it didn't stop her. She counterattacked, using terrifying war tactics like feeding captives to lions and using war elephants. Before long, Rome asked for a permanent peace and granted Amani Rainus everything she asked for. She successfully stopped Rome. In 1914, archaeologists discover an Augusta statue in a Kushite temple. It was being kept underneath the feet of a Kushite ruler. Who was Kandakeim on Uranus? After invading Kemet, Augustus was thinking about annexing Nubia. At that time, Very interesting, Mr. Imhotep. In what is today Sudan. Nefasta Moreau. Sit. Cataract. In 2015, 17-year-old Misha Solomon and 14-year-old Cassidy Nurse became good friends. In fact, they became such good friends that others around them would joke that they could be sisters. One day, the two girls took this selfie together. And when Cassidy returned home from school that day, she showed her mother the picture her and Misha had taken together. Her mother responded in shock, saying she had a question for Cassidy's new friend. So the next time the girls were together, Cassidy asked her the question her mother was wondering. She asked Mishi, were you born on April 30th, 1997? Mishi responded by saying, why have you been stalking me on Facebook? And the two laughed it off. Weeks later, Mishi was unexpectedly called into the school office where two social workers were waiting for her. They told Mishi a story about a three-day-old baby who was abducted from a hospital 17 years ago and still had been found. And they had evidence that that newborn baby was her. After taking a DNA test, the results confirmed that Mishi was actually Zephanie Nurse and that Cassidy was in fact her sister. 2015, 17-year-old wow. Mishi Solomon and 14-year-old Cassidy Nurse became good friends. In fact... You're the guy with the gun, a person who would do anything to protect the ones you love. But did you know you could go to jail for simply doing the right thing to keep your family safe? Don't end up behind bars because you didn't know what would happen after a self-defense incident. 
They shot that fucking plane out of the sky. Yeah, the DC most, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, 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 almost no doubt. Almost no doubt. The wreckage Wait, what do you mean? was scattered for miles. In Somerset. They yeah. should have. Huh? Yeah, they're they supposed to. You see, I just didn't want to say it. Was that a plane? It was headed towards. I'm saying that what that we let's roll all that probably didn't happen. That was to give America a victory. Like we fought back against them. We got our, you know. Look, what I learned from the people, the Egyptians themselves proved to be just as fascinating as the archaeological remnants, because when I asked them what they believe the origin of the temple sites were in their own backyard, what they told me is that Egypt is much, much older than traditional archaeology has been led to believe, and that the ancient Egyptians did not even call themselves Egyptians. There was a time that Egypt was known as Kemet. When I came away from those early conversations, I think the phrase that stuck with me the most when I asked about who were these first people, the phrase that came across so many times were the words Septepi, Septepi. And what this literally translates into, it means the first time. And it strongly implies that Egypt has evolved over a period of cycles or phases. What I learned from the people, the Egyptians themselves, proved to be just as fascinating as the archaeological remnants. Because when I asked them, what I learned from the people, the Egyptians themselves, proved to be just as fascinating as the archaeological remnants. Because when I asked them, yeah, it's a lot older than the origin of the temple sites were in their own backyard, what they told me is that Egypt is much, much older than traditional archaeology has been led to believe. And that the ancient Egyptians did not even call themselves Egyptians. There was a time that Egypt was known as Kemet. When I came away from those early conversations, I think the phrase... People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Talking of all you... It was a big year for... Our movies. Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. Fifth time. And it's still more fun than this, okay? Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. The next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. You did it. You, I didn't. You did it. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Talking of all you it was a big year for our movies. Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. Talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. Fifth time. And it's still more fun than this, okay? Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. Next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. You did it. You, I didn't. You did it. From every, there was some sort of a CIA program. They infiltrated these hippie communities. They were turning them violent. 
and they allowed Charles Manson over and over and over again to get out of jail. Yeah. They knew that he was committing all these crimes. What I've proven is that he was getting leniency from the federal government. Manson had a parole officer who had given him a get-out-of-jail-free card. They originally were going to violate him, send him right back to prison, and someone stepped in and took care of that and let Manson stay in San Francisco. Manson had this immunity from prosecution. But who was giving him the instructions to continue to let Manson out? The file I got had redactions. He would report to the head office and they would give him instructions uh, and then he would violate those instructions and there'd be no repercussions for him or for Manson. There was some sort of a CIA program. There was some sort of a CIA program. They infiltrated the... of the potter. The prophecy of the potter was an Egyptian literary work set during the Ptolemaic period. According to the text, one day, the potter, the prophet, was speaking to King Amenhotep. He described a future Egypt driving with chaos and destruction due to the unjust foreign rule of the set worshipping Belgorous Greeks. The text refers to a guardian spirit who abandons the city by the sea, or Alexandria, the Greek capital city, and joins Memphis. As a result of that, Alexandria falls, all Greeks die, and the natives' burden ends. This prophecy is significant because it demonstrates that, contrary to popular belief, Egyptians never legitimized the Greek rulers. They wanted them to leave. The remaining natives in the south and in Nubia were constantly revolting against the Greeks. However, mainstream narratives rarely highlight this. They usually promote the idea of a peaceful and mixed Greco-Egyptian society, a way to detach Egypt from its African roots. The text was similar in style to the prophecy of Nefertiti, which predicted the arrival of a Nubian savior from the south. Subscribe for more. What is the prophecy of the potter? The prophecy of the potter was an Egyptian literary work set during the Ptolemaic period. According to the text, one day. Look carefully at this piece of her clothing. Here, it is coming out of her waist. Here, it is going above this first belt, but here, it is going below the belt, and it comes out here. In reality, there is nothing up or down. It is just one stone. So this is all an illusion. This could be Mohini, the goddess of illusion, an unstoppable force that cannot be understood but only felt. And she's shown as a giant because you can see two humans here. They look tiny compared to her. This one looks astonished to see her beauty. The other man is also quite excited to see her features. Look carefully at this piece of Looks her like a stripper. Here, <laughs> it is coming Pretty damn out sexy. of her waist. Here, it is going above this first belt, but here, it is going below the belt, and it comes out here. In reality, there is nothing up or down. It is just one stone. So this is all an illusion. This could be Mohini, the goddess of illusion, an unstoppable force that cannot be understood but only felt. And she is shown as a 
I got in a fight. I almost got in a fight. It's complicated. I was in a bar in Austin with my wife, and uh, it was during COVID. A woman came to our table, and she was maskless. And this bitch came over with no mask, all H-words. Hi, how are you? Droplets is coming out of this bitch's face. We all covered our drinks. Oh, bitch, what are you doing? Now, I looked over at the table that she came from, and I peeped down. The men at the table were filming me. This happens when you're famous. People will come over and try to rattle your cage and get you to say something stupid or dumb so that their buddies can film it and they get a video of you embarrassing yourself. And clearly, I said, this is what's happening. And these dumb motherfuckers thought that it was my first rodeo. Sadly, it worked. I ran right over there. I said, I pointed right in the camera. I said, you're a bitch-ass nigga for doing this to me. And the dude was shocked that I said it. He said, oh. And when he did like this, I seen all his fingernails was painted. And I realized, like, uh-oh, this fella's gay. I got in a fight. In June 1947, a Dutch ship named Orang Medan was sailing along the Straits of Malacca when it sent out a shocking signal indicating that the captain and the entire crew of the ship were dead. What? After the first message, a number of random Morse code sequences were received that could not be deciphered. The last message was translated into two simple but shocking words. I die. The grim SOS message of the Orang Medan was picked up by Dutch and British listening posts situated near Malaysia and Sumatra. Silver Star, which was an American merchant ship, reached Orang Medan only to find the vessel in nearly perfect condition. When the team stepped on the Orang Medan's deck, what they saw was something only to be seen in nightmares. The entire crew of the Orang Medan was lying dead. Their eyes were wide open with fear. Their mouths were wide open as if they were screaming when they died, and their arms were spread wide as if they were trying to stop someone. In June 1947, a Dutch ship named Orang Dan was sailing along the Straits of Malacca when it sent out a shocking signal indicating that the captain and the entire crew of the ship were dead. After the first message, a number of random Morse code sequences were received that could not be deciphered. The last message was translated into two simple but shocking words. I die. The grim SOS message of the Orang Medan was picked up by Dutch and British listening posts situated near Malaysia and Sumatra. Silver Star, which was an American merchant ship, reached Orang Medan only to find the vessel in nearly perfect condition. When the team stepped on the Orang Medan's deck, what they saw was something only to be seen in nightmares. The entire crew of the Orang Medan was lying their eyes were wide open with fear. Their mouths were wide open as if they were screaming when they died, and their arms were spread wide as if they were trying it's to stop someone. That. In June 1947. It doesn't matter how many times she says the name of the ship, all she says is orangutan. <laughs> that it might have been nerve gas or nitroglycerin that leaked and when the nitro got wet a fire started in the cargo area it was supposedly being towed with the dead bodies aboard when it exploded destroying all evidence that's why there's a red circle around the cargo area good job You forgot the part where the team found the boat, they accidentally set it on fire and destroyed all the evidence. 
Very two-star government contracted to transport a living cargo that apparently escaped. So of course the cover-up was already well planned. A living cargo. My uncle was on that ship. Everyone was so sad until we got the insurance money. Then my folks said I should try being a sailor. <laughs> Keep coming out like mysteries like this. Bedtime Stories Channel does a good video on the subject. <clears throat> Looks like the ship crossed a Perelastic cloud produced by a volcanic volcano eruption, which probably occurred a few hours before the ship crossed its path. Today, I'm going to explore just outside Chandravali Caves, and there are many unexplained structures here, like this one. Is it a temple? It has been created between two giant natural rocks, and we can see a triangle with three windows. It is set up about 20 feet high on top of a rock. And look at this area. It almost looks like a well-done roof. This is how it looks from the top. It is quite high. The brick walls are well plastered and the windows are designed with nice arches. Was it a lookout post, a watchtower of sorts? The ceiling is, again, less than four feet tall. The floor is also sloping on both sides. You can slide off through the window and fall down or slide down to the other side. I mean, what was the structure used for? Today, I'm going to explore just outside Chandravali Caves, and there are many unexplained structures here, like this one. Is it a temple? I think it it's a lookout. created between two I went into my oldest son's room. I was like, hello, hello. He was gone. And I'd never done this thing before, but for some reason I just did it. I just, I just looked through his shit. Just to see who this motherfucker was becoming. And I found these notebooks and I started going through the notebooks. And it was all this wonderful poetry in them. Written as his handwriting. I didn't even know this thing wrote poems. And then I looked through his drawers and I opened up his middle drawer. And I found this rolling paper. And I looked down at them papers like, oh... That's where that poetry's coming from. And that shit broke my heart. I mean, I smoke weed, but I mourned my son's innocence. And I cried a little bit. And I took his papers upstairs to my room. Rolled some weed that I'd hid from the family. And I got really high. And then I got paranoid. So I put his papers back how I found them. So he wouldn't know what I was up to. Snake won't even know that that happened until he sees the special. Yeah, nigga, I found your papers. I went into my understanding the human condition gives you the ability. You know who this guy is. Let me tell you about him. August Picard was the first man to ever enter the stratosphere years before NASA ever existed. And he did it in this thing. Now, if you look him up, you'll see that he was the first person to observe the curvature of the Earth. And in his journal, he wrote that the Earth was as a flat disc with upturned edges. Kind of a weird way to describe
have a curvature, don't you think? You observed this 10 miles up into the sky, which is in the stratosphere, and 35,000 feet is the commonly accepted height at which you are able to observe curvature. He was at 55,000 feet. Was this guy a definitive flat earther? No. And neither is this proof for a flat earth. But it makes you wonder. He's a scientist, man. He observed it. Do you think Thor knew that Captain America could lift the hammer? Because he looked pretty scared here. Well, please be my guest. Really? Yeah. The plan, you've had a tough week doing the movie against you if you can't get it up. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen this before.
my older brother was eight. We were in the back seat of my dad's car, and we were like laughing, and we were excited because it was around Christmas, right? And my dad just had this thing. He, he just didn't like joy, you know? So he's sitting there driving. He's going like, Jesus Christ, knock it off back there. Christ, you're giggling like a couple of little schoolgirls. Christ, you don't straighten up. I'm going to buy you a doll for Christmas. And then he did. <laughs> Private land, and then 
also U.S. government land. There are over 10 million acres of land across the western United States that are landlocked, meaning that the public land is not accessible because it's surrounded by private land. These four hunters were trying to access public land, and they were being sued by the private landowner for $7 million because they used airspace, a ladder across the fence line. Check aboard United States land. This policy changed the West forever. In order to what? settle the West, starting in the 1850s, over 200 million acres were affected by this policy. 79 grants were given to the railroads. A section of land is 640 acres, or one square mile. The U.S. government, through these grants, allotted every other section to railroad companies while they kept the other section. In addition, checkerboarding was applied to the Dawes Act, which basically broke up tribal land across the West and assimilated Indians into white culture. Until this day, we still have a lot of checkerboarding throughout the Western United States. This is an actual satellite photo. Private land and then also U.S. government land. There are over 10 million acres of land across the Western United States that are landlocked, meaning that the public land is not accessible because it's surrounded by private land. These four hunters were trying to access public land, and they were being sued by the private landowner for $7 million because they used airspace, a ladder of... 100 plus ton megalithic blocks. Giants built them with megalithic marbles. chamber and actually let us see inside the chamber <laughs> the man that had five voices all at once imagine if someone had photoshopped a rock to cover a doorway that was already there then told everyone that it wasn't there what was in that chamber imagine what the next word that came out of my mouth when I didn't get to see the inside of this amazing door
pretty amazing. When you apply Vaseline to your skin, you are applying a material that oil workers refer to as rod wax. The thick, gooey material that builds up on rig pumps. Clean this rod wax up a bit, and you have petroleum jelly or Vaseline. In 1859, chemist Robert Cheesebro visited oil fields and was fascinated to discover oil workers smearing rod wax on their skin to soothe cuts and burns. Cheesebro took samples of this thick, black rod wax back to his lab for experimentation. He discovered many impurities and after five years of laboratory work, developed the proper distillation needed to remove the thinner, lighter oils, leaving his sample with a light-colored gel that we all know as Vaseline. Cheesebro publicly demonstrated burning his skin with acid or flame and then smearing on his purified gel to convince others of its soothing, healing effects. Hundreds of years previous, Native Americans had already discovered petroleum jelly and its skin-protective properties. When you apply Vaseline to your skin, you are applying a material that oil... Prince Andrew did not salute the coffin as it went by. Neither did Prince Ari. Would you like to know why? Why? Both were stripped of their military duties in the royal family. One for being a pedophile, the other one for marrying a black girl. Equal crimes in the eyes of the royal family. Not in England for second thing. Who's the asshole here, me or the institution? <laughs> well, you're an asshole for different reasons. Yeah, right. I know. Look, listen, listen. I, I support Prince Andrew. When you apply- Prince Andrew did not salute the coffin as it went by. Neither did Prince Harry. Would you like to know why? Why? Both were stripped of their military duties family mm-hmm. one for being a pedophile the other one for marrying a black girl equal crimes in the eyes of the Yikes. royal family not cool yeah. england for second thing who's the asshole here me or the institution <laughs> well you're an asshole for different reasons i know look listen listen i i support the feminist movement i do in my own ways you guys did the women's march. I tried to go and support you. And none of my friends would go with me. I asked all the fellas. None of them wanted to go. I tried everything. Come on, y'all. It's going to be bitches there. They was like, nope. So what I did is I called my friend Ange. Ange is a black woman who's a comedy writer, and she's dope. Matter of fact, matter of fact, she's the only woman that I know personally that pays her ex-husband alimony. And she sounds just like a man when she does it. Jose Mariana Cartolas, a 
farmer from Colombia was given a $3,000 grant from the Colombian government to dig on his family's palm oil plantation property. The property had been in his family for over 200 years. Little did he know that he would find himself making one of the largest monetary fines when he started this process. When he began digging a trench for a new irrigation system, Jose discovered something under the ground surface, several large blue containers. The 65-year-old farmer could never have guessed that they would have contained no less than $600 million of Pablo Escobar's cash. Pablo Escobar was a drug cartel leader. It is estimated he was worth around $30 million. It is even said that he had to spend $1,000 per week on rubber bands just to wrap stacks of cash. Colombian farmer finds money adding up to $600 million. So if they want to know, um, what was the first time me and you encountered each other when we actually met? Because I'm some motherfucker, huh? I can't remember. Right. No, no, that's because, um, the first time that we met, I wasn't famous, so you couldn't remember who the fuck I was. I tell niggas all the time when I came over to see you one time, you was like, Nigga, I got a check from two years ago, nigga, for three million dollars, and I ain't even spent it yet. I'm like, this nigga know how to hold on to old checks and shit, and they still be good. Like, that shit was brilliant to me, because my checks bounce like a motherfucker after the first week. So, Cat, they want to know what... All right, guys, we are back on the hunt for the walking road tracks like I used to do all the time when I was a kid. Now Eliza likes to do it. She finds railroad nails and other pieces that she saws at the store. Hey, what do you mean? another pile. Eliza, what do you got, man? You good?
At noon, with the rain still falling, Lucia gave the order to close the umbrellas and the crowd obeyed. Moments later, things brightened and those present noticed a white cloud moving around the group. Lucia cried, look at the sun. The thick clouds had split open and the sun began to spin, change color and dance in the sky as it gradually got closer to the earth. The miracle of the sun. On October 13, 1917, approximately 70,000 people from all over Portugal gathered in Fatma. I've been there. Okay, so if you're going to cancel the call of these fucking dead guys, and you're going to shit all over them after they're dead, they can't defend themselves, well, why are you only going after men? What about all the horrible women in history? You can't just go after the men. That would be sexist. And this is what they don't want. I mean, what about Coco Chanel? Welcome back to the Just of the show. We're listening to YouTube clips. So check them out. I am fully aware of pareidolia and our mind's tendency to find shapes where none exist, and I am very much aware that claiming to see structures on the moon, for many, is beyond ridiculous, and frankly, a deal-breaker. But I kind of feel like my mind didn't have to do a lot of work on this one because, holy shit, that looks like a pyramid, this one an ancient temple, they missed a spot here, that's just crazy, and don't tell me that doesn't look exactly like the Millennium Goddamn Falcon. That being said, yes, all of this is 100% speculation. Well, kind of. However, this next part isn't because skeptic or not. The fact of the matter is these photos have clearly been blurred out and edited. And yes, before you type it in the comment section, I am also fully aware that many of these photos have to be stitched together, causing certain aspects to blur or pixelate. But I mean, come on. You can literally see the outline of the floor mark that was placed here, which doesn't make a lot of sense because structures on the moon is ridiculous. Right? So check this out. I am fully aware of pareidolia and our mind's tendency to find shapes where none exist, and I am very much aware that claiming to see structures on the moon, for many, is beyond ridiculous, and frankly, a deal-breaker. But I kind of feel like my mind didn't have to do a lot of work on this one because, holy shit, that looks like a pyramid, this one an ancient temple, they missed a spot here, that's just crazy, and don't tell me that doesn't look exactly like the Millennium Goddamn Falcon. That being said, yes, all of this is 100 percent speculation well kind of however this next party according to legend the devil's bible was written by a monk who broke his vows and was sentenced to die in order to avoid execution he promised to create in a single night a book containing all the secrets of creation near midnight he knew he would fail and soon die an agonizingly slow death being buried alive riddled with fear he struck a Faustian bargain for his very soul, with Satan himself, begging him in tears to finish the book. The monk claimed Satan completed the tome within human speed with the monk adding a drawing of his new master in gratitude, inked in his own blood and shit. As incredible as this sounds, in tests to recreate the work, it was estimated that the calligraphy alone would have taken 20 years of non-stop writing. Could it be this strange tome was literally penned by the devil himself? Comment what you think. According to legend, the devil's Bible was written by a monk who broke his vows and was sentenced to die. In order to avoid execution, he promised to create in a single night a book containing all the secrets of creation. 
near midnight, he knew he would fail and soon die an agonizingly slow death being buried alive. Riddled with fear, he struck a Faustian bargain for his very soul, with Satan himself, begging him in tears to finish the book. The monk claims Satan completed the tome with inhuman speed, with the monk adding a drawing of his new master in gratitude, inked in his own blood and shit. As incredible as this sounds, in tests to recreate the work, it was estimated that the calligraphy alone would have taken 20 years of non-stop writing. Could it be this strange tome was literally penned by the devil himself? Comment See what people say in the uh, comment section. 20 years writing non-stop more like non-stop. So while at a friend's I was using the YouTube app and was showing the contents in, when I pulled up your channel searching I discovered more videos of yours I've never seen. I thought I viewed all of your content up until a few days ago. Let's be trending on who you are. Me and what your position in the wise cruelty universes as to who sees what definitely not aware situation. This place was only a few blocks away. Now at least I know I have more learning to do. Right, you're still alive. True story. Well, I said in the beginning that he made a deal with the devil, so obviously. People are so delusional. I know you are on good, but don't you want the third secret of Fatima? The old devil gets to gets to blame for all the bad we as humans do. The devil is our excuse, our reason, our deniable, our academy. The devil made me do it. He gets to hope of possible redemption and forgiveness after all. He made me do it. I didn't want to right. Okay. You're only going to be happy. Yes, the new climate bill will be the biggest climate investment in U.S. history. Yes, it'll cut climate pollution 40% by 2030. And yes, it is a huge step toward the White House's goal of net zero emissions by 2050. But certain people only want to talk about money, so let's talk money. First of all, no one making under... In the early 1900s, an archaeologist for the Smithsonian Institute named Kincaid was hired to seek out amazing discoveries in the West. His search for treasure eventually brought him to the Grand Canyon, where he discovered the unbelievable, deep underground in a dark, mysterious cave. He came across Egyptian statues and other relics from a lost civilization. Kincaid claimed the main passage descending into this mysterious Egyptian underworld was at the floor of the canyon in a remote section away from any trail. The past descended into a labyrinth of burial tombs, homes, altars, temples, shrines, and everything else an Egyptian society might need who is living beneath the floor of the Grand Canyon. You might find this story a bit suspicious. In fact, most people don't believe this actually happened. The Smithsonian Institute has denied the story. No one has ever been able to actually find the cave since Mr. Kincaid, and we have no idea where all of these supposed artifacts went. In the early 1900s, an archaeologist for the Smithsonian Institute named Kincaid was hired to seek out amazing discoveries Trump in the West. Trump bank records His search could be for treasure eventually brought him to the Grand Canyon, where he discovered the... This pisses me off.
The area he discovered the caves is now off limits and is blocked or go on Google Earth. It's real. The Earth is flat too, and they're lying. I, was, uh, I, I lead the initial attack crews that I led the initial attack crews that fought forest fires in on both rooms of the Grand Canyon. There are areas that are 100% off limits to everyone except government employees. We consider those areas just the most dangerous place because no one would come help you if something went wrong. It's very true. Probably to cover it up. I remember a story on Coast to Coast where some people in the Southwest were trying to get some archaeologists to come and look at what they had on the property. And when the supposed experts came there, they destroyed the artifact and told them not to talk about it. It was like a smelter or something. It had writings and descriptions on it, according to all Mars. She wanted me to bring all these clothes inside. Now she got to put them all up. Strange green megalithic stone. Beautiful. Oh, that's up. Bad sky. Same type. Uh, I wonder if this is the same type of material that the Emerald Tablet was supposedly written on. Punamu, you will find bigger rocks than this in New Zealand, South Island. It's like jade. So this tooth was found, you said, in 2008 in Denisova Cave in Siberia. When you look at the tooth, the dimensions of it are so huge that it's pretty obvious that this hominid was monstrous. And they DNA analyzed it and they discovered that this is an unknown human ancestor. When measured, almost twice the length, the diameter, and volume of what we would call an average Homo sapien molar. They know that this tooth belonged to a giant, but they are not eager to announced this and, and that one article that smithsonian article that i referenced 
they basically say it, that uh, jawbone had to have been enormous, and then enormous jawbones means enormous skull, which means enormous uh, breadth of shoulders, which means enormous torso and body in all the way. And this height. hominid was a giant, 10, 10 feet tall, minimum. So this tooth was found, you said, in 2008 in Denisova Cave. I'm really fucking annoyed how white women have the fucking balls to throw my white privilege in my face. Try to separate themselves from these white males with their white male privilege. It's like, bitch, you're sitting in a jacuzzi with me. The fuck are you talking about?
country runs on a different calendar and they are currently in year 111 based on poor Kim people Wilson's my heart birthday. goes out to them they specialize in making statues Imagine being born in a concentration camp for a crime you never committed and having to die there. Hey, we let people vote, it's just we limit how many people can run for election. Can't have shit in North Korea, literally. You forgot about the lights out after dark. Execute if you listen to K-pop. We have a lot of soldiers that people like to forget they're starving, poorly trained and poorly equipped, and American militia could do better. Always thinking of the... If they deleted my comments, I told you Hitler was on some freak shit. Sources say he was a fiend for pills. At first, his medication but eventually for pleasure. His brother would have benefited greatly from hearing the Perkins call. He was a diehard fan of Disney and loves Snow White, and even whipped <laughs> out his own watercolors to sketch his favorite characters. A diabolical dictator that's some of the softest shit I ever heard. As a young buck, he had a crush on a Jewish girl at school, writing her anonymous letters for her hand in marriage, fantasizing about committing suicide together. This man what? right here was the original Joe Goldberg. He was linked to in his lifetime, two committed suicide, one died from complications after a suicide attempt, and the fourth attempted to off herself as well. Hitler's magic stick was a weapon of minimal destruction. A report from the 40s describes Hitler as having repressed homosexual urges. 
wonder he had the drip of a zesty park ranger. According to a dossier from the U.S. Office of Strategic Services, he had a fetish for getting defecated on by love interests. In Germany, he was number one in the streets, but number two, sheets. The same <laughs> report also claims he had a micro-penis, the ultimate supervillain origin story. But if I told oh, you yeah. Hitler was on some freak shit, sources say he was a fiend for pills. At first, his medication would eventually, for pleasure, his brother would have benefited greatly from hearing the... Disney and loves Snow White, and even whipped out his own watercolors to sketch his favorite characters.
found this guy in this weird department that he didn't even know it was my think pin. The guy wouldn't talk to me, ghosted him, totally ghosted him for 30 years. Used Facebook and Google image match through his children. I was able to find him after 30 years. I talked to him three times on the phone. He lives on the East Coast. He almost went on camera with me. Confirmed that he did security clearances for the base in 1989. Confirmed he remembers Bob Lazar. And what you don't know is there's a handwritten note that a friend of yours has from Mike. What? I know, I'm going to give it to you later. I don't, but that is real. That is that. George didn't believe him. George put him through four polygraph tests, right? He tried to see. What do you do for them? I don't work. So you're a stay at home mom? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's yes. living. Oh, he goes to school. He does. So what do you do during the day? Nothing. You don't want to work? No. no. So you're just living off his child? This is what we have. I am. And we live with our mother. And you're proud of that? Well, well, we were living with him, and I was a stay-at-home mom. He made the income. Okay. But, I mean. But you can work now, right? I so can, good. but. So, no but. But you can go get a job, right? I could, but I'm not going to. Well, my rent's free. My food is free. My mom's a homeowner. We don't have to pay nothing. Who covers health insurance? What I'm going to do is give you credit Slightly bring your child support down. And down? Yes, slightly. It's still expensive. $1,093 a month. That's it? That's it. She is that would be more that. if you get a job. He would pay more if I got a job? No, it would be more for the child if you got a job. Hit the subscribe button if you agree with it. Went into Songdung, which is the world's largest cave. That was only discovered in 1995. It's this massive opening, six miles of underground cave. You know, you don't see daylight for two days. Six miles. It's, you should look at the pictures of this place. You'll love it. I mean, it's just this, it looks like something out of Avatar. I mean, this cave, you can fit New York City skyscrapers inside of it. It's so big. It has its own weather system. What? Yeah, it's, it's. Where is this? Song, so it's in the Annamite mountain range between Vietnam and Laos. And Let's see this. Oh, my God. Yeah. There, there's, you know, Hang Song Dung. That's the entrance to it. And, like, look at the size of it. The scope of it is I massive. something to compare it to. What am I looking at? I'm seeing the... Oh, yeah, those, those are little tents. Oh, people. people. Oh, those are tents. There's full lake systems in there. And, oh, my uh, God. That's inside the tent? I mean, that's inside the cave? Yeah. Look at the wedding cake. That one right there. That's called a wedding cake. It's, yeah, that one. It's this pyres. I mean, it's just fantastic. Look, went into Songdung, which is the world's largest cave. That was only... This archaeological site should not exist. This is Karahan Tepe, the recently excavated ruins of a 12,000-year-old lost civilization. Similar to Gobekli Tepe, which was built by the same people, T-shaped pillars are found in the hundreds here. Whoever built these mysterious structures, they predate what we thought was possible by at least 6,000 years. Gobekli Tepe and Karahan Tepe proved that we were wrong about our history by thousands of years. What else could we have gotten wrong? Robert Schock said the Sphinx of Egypt had water erosion, which could only be possible if it was built around 10,000 years ago. This idea was laughed at because there was no evidence that people had this capacity that long ago. But now we do. They also found fossilized human footprints in White Sands, New Mexico, that show human activity in the United States 23,000 years ago. Things just keep getting older and more mysterious. For more videos like this, follow me on Instagram, or go to my YouTube for this archaeological site should not exist. This is Karahan Tepe, the recently excavated ruins of a 12,000-year-old lost civilization. Similar to Gobekli Tepe, which was built by the same people, T-shaped pillars are found in the hundreds here. 
Whoever built these mysterious structures, they predate what we thought was possible by at least 6,000 years. Gobekli Tepe and Karahan Tepe prove that we were wrong about our history by thousands of years. What else could we have gotten wrong? Robert Schock said the Sphinx of Egypt had water erosion, which could only be possible if it was built around 10,000 years ago. This idea was laughed at because there was no evidence that people had this capacity that long ago. But now we do. They also found fossilized human footprints in White Sands, New Mexico, that show human activity in the United States 23,000 years ago. Things just keep getting older. It's really weird. I'm hoping it went from like nobody listening, men not listening to women at all, to just this total overcorrection that anything they fucking said means it happens. You know, they got these hashtags like, you know, believe women. Believe women, right? It's a little open ended, huh? Straight across the fucking board, all of them, every last fucking one of them. What about the psychos? What about the ones that key your car and light your shit on fire because you didn't you didn't fucking answer a text? What about them? Huh? How about you believe like eighty eight percent and that last twelve percent that's out of their fucking mind? You know, I think that's a fair percentage, wouldn't you? No, you're too afraid. Cannot believe. That's, that's the world we're fucking living in right now. No, everything has just become fucking absolutes. It's weird how the whole thing, it went from like nobody listening. The Great Wall of China was constructed to keep intruders away. But how effective was it? It was designed to protect the Chinese Empire from outside enemies. But a large number of northern nomads were able to pass through this barrier. According to many historians, it was the incursion by the Manchu that led to the downfall of the Ming Dynasty. Number four, the Great Wall was constructed in one go. It took centuries to build this magnificent structure. The defensive walls that we see today were constructed by several rulers over 23 centuries. The Great Wall was mostly constructed by the Ming Dynasty over a 200-year duration span. The Ming Dynasty extended the wall by constructing new walls. They also joined and renovated the Great Wall of China, previously built by predecessors. Number five, this may go against your perception, but the Great Wall is not exactly one large continuous wall. In Great Wall of China was constructed. Okay, just so we're clear about what's happening in Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott has mandated safety inspections at the border, creating 10, 20, 30 hour lines of trucks that are supposed to be delivering goods. The chief executive of the Texas International Produce Association said the consumers are going to start seeing empty store shelves this weekend in produce departments. Texas stores are now looking to import food from farther away, like in Arizona, meaning added fuel costs, meaning higher prices. And so at a time when we are already dealing with high prices, Greg Abbott figured he'd go ahead and...
is the Okay, just so we're clear about what's happening in Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott has mandated safety inspections at the border, creating 10, 20, 30-hour lines of trucks that are supposed to be delivering goods. The chief executive of the Texas International Produce Association said the consumers are going to start seeing empty store shelves this weekend in produce departments. Texas stores are now looking to import food from farther away, like in Arizona, meaning added fuel costs, meaning higher prices. And so at a time when we are already dealing with high prices, Greg Abbott figured he'd go ahead and add to that because he knows that most people aren't paying attention and if they'll just see those high prices for furniture and produce and auto parts and clothing go higher and higher and higher and blame it on Biden. The guy is sacrificing his own constituents because he might benefit from the collateral damage. And he's hoping that Texans are too stupid to realize it. This is what you get when you have a governor who's more interested in his own political future than helping the people that he's supposed to be serving. Okay, just so we're clear about what's happening in Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott has mandated safety inspections at the border, creating... Is the Sphinx older than we thought? What is the Dream Steel story? The Dream Steel is a stone at the feet of the Sphinx from Giza placed by the Pharaoh Thutmose IV. Its story is simple. Menkeperur, an Egyptian prince, had a dream about the Sphinx before becoming Pharaoh. The Sphinx was telling him in the dream that whoever removes the sand covering him would get help from the Sphinx to become Pharaoh. The next day Menkeperur woke up and called his men to release the Sphinx from the sand. Soon after, the Sphinx helped him to eliminate his elder brothers from the throne and to become a pharaoh. He created this steel to commemorate this victory. The dream steel is telling us that Thutmose IV was a usurper, but also is revealing something very interesting. At the time of Thutmose IV, the Sphinx of Giza was already covered in sand and raises again the question, is the Sphinx older than we thought? A geologist named Robert Schock found erosion evidence that suggests that the Great Sphinx is much older than most scientists believe. Therefore, is the Sphinx older than... Here are 10 things that you didn't know about Russia. The longest railroad in the Shout out to KMP. In the world, the Trans-Siberian Railroad is in Russia and is over 5,500 miles long. The game of Tetris was invented in Russia in 1984. Russia is the largest country by far in terms of landmass, and 77% of that is comprised of Siberia. There are only 86 men per 100 women in Russia, partly due to the casualties from World War II. Moscow ranks top five in the world in terms of the number of billionaires in a city. Around 76% of the population lives in European Russia. It is home to one of the coldest inhabited towns on Earth, Oymya Khan. The bloodiest siege in the history of mankind was fought at St. Petersburg in World War II. Russia had the most casualties in World War II, and the number is highly debated among historians between 8 to 20 million people. There's a lake called Lake Karache, and it's been described as the most polluted lake on Earth due to its radiation. If you stand there for an hour, you can die. Here are 10 things that you didn't know about Russia. This may be the most proof I've ever seen that the Illuminati actually exists. In this clip, Sabalu starts talking about the Illuminati, and he turns his attention to Andrew Garfield, and notice what happens next.
follow the more creepy dark humor as This may be the most creep I've ever seen it. Everybody's heard about the Aztecs. Everybody's heard about the Maya. But before the Aztecs and before the Maya, there were a culture who are referred to as the Olmecs. There's a fascinating figure from one of, one of the uh, Olmec sites. And I made a big deal out of this because I think it is a big deal in Magicians of the Gods. Sitting in the middle of it is this human figure who's holding this strange bag in his hand. And it's just a fact that those identical bags are found in ancient Sumer in the hands of individuals who were considered to be civilization bringers. And they also show up on Pillar 43 at Gobekli Tepe. We know they're at least 11,600 years old. So I wonder if we're looking at a sort of badge of office of a group of civilizers who traveled around the world. Everybody's heard about the Aztecs. Everybody's heard about the Maya. But before the Aztecs and before the Maya, there were a culture who are referred to as the Olmecs. There's a fascinating figure from one of, one of the uh, Olmec sites. And I made a big deal out of this because I think it is a big deal in Magicians of the Gods. Sitting in the middle of it is this human figure who's holding this strange bag in his hand. Mm. And it's just a fact that those identical bags are found in ancient Sumer in the hands of individuals who were considered to be civilization bringers. And they also show up on Pillar 43 at Gobekli Tepe. We know they're at least 11,600 years old. So I wonder if we're looking at a sort of badge of office of a group of civilizers who traveled around the world. The Romans were master engineers, and this was especially visible in the incredible engineering of their aqueducts. The Ark for Claudia, for example, completed under Emperor Claudius, supplied Rome with 192,000 cubic meters of fresh water per day, brought to Rome from a distance of 69 kilometers. At its highest point, this imposing aqueduct rose to an incredible 34 meters above ground near the Palatine Hill. But aqueduct construction in other parts of the empire was even more insane. The aqueduct supplying the city of Nicopolis with water had a section 106 kilometers long dug through a mountain. This is the longest known tunnel of antiquity. To make it even crazier, the tunnel had an inclination of only one meter per five kilometers. Even today, this would be a challenging feat, and modern measuring equipment would be needed to construct a tunnel with such an extremely low inclination. Or the 50-kilometer-length aqueduct that supplied the Mausus, modern-day need water. This aqueduct's average gradient was also extremely low with one in 3,000, something that would pose a real engineering challenge even today. Romans were master engineers, and this was especially visible in the incredible engineering of their aqueducts. The Alpha Claudia, for example, completed under Emperor Claudius. Mississippi. I was in Mississippi doing a show, and I go to a restaurant to order some food, and uh, I said to the guy, I said, I would like to have my fried fish, but he says, the chicken! <laughs> 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 the chicken. <laughs> I could not believe it. I could not believe that shit. This man was absolutely right. I said, how did he know that I was going to get some chicken?
<laughs> I asked him, I said, how do you know that? How did you know I was going to get some chicken? <laughs> you looked at me like I was crazy. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. <laughs> hey, everybody knew as soon as you walked the goddamn door, you're going to get some chicken. There's no secret down here that blacks and chickens are quite fond of one another. <laughs>
as stones weighing 100 tons or 200,000 pounds cut and carried from a quarry more than 300 kilometers away. And not to mention this mysterious flower of life pattern that's been carved here. Inside are the carvings of what some people believe to be spaceships or helicopters and other aerial craft. I personally believe what the archaeologists say and that this spaceship look is actually the result of a newer carving blending in with an older one. Follow me for more. Is this Egyptian temple depicting alien spaceships? Alright, take a look at this. People are vowing they'll never go back to Cracker Barrel after the chain added vegan sausage to its menus. For any foreigners wondering what politics is like in the U.S., Cracker Barrel is the perfect microcosm. The perfect microcosm. Because here's Cracker Barrel not taking anything away, but simply adding a meatless option for those who want it. And the people who lost nothing are so offended at the prospect of other people being convenienced that they are threatening to never go back. That is the conservative movement in a nutshell. Here's a thought for conservatives. If you don't want abortion, don't get an abortion. If you don't want a gay marriage, don't get gay married. And if you don't want an impossible sausage from Cracker Barrel, don't get an impossible sausage from Cracker Barrel. But why should nobody be able to eat an impossible sausage from Cracker Barrel? Like, not for nothing, but if your views are so fragile that the mere existence of other people with different behaviors and beliefs feels threatening to you, then that's not their problem, it's yours. Yep. All right, take a look at this. People are vowing they'll never go back to crack. I, I found out about Sapolsky initially because I became obsessed with uh, toxoplasmosis. That's that cat parasite that alters the behavior of rodents uh -huh. and makes them attracted to cat urine so that they will, they, they, it actually makes the rodents erect their, their testicles and their, 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 their scrotum in, enlarges and engorges with blood when they smell cat urine. What? They become sexually what? aroused by the smell of cat urine. Yeah. So this makes them get eaten by cats. The only place where this parasite can, can grow and breed and uh, reproduce is inside the gut of a cat. So it's crazy. So it's crazy. it rewires the rodents' sexual reward system and makes them lose all their fear of cats. Not just all their fear, but they become sexually aroused by cat urine. So they run around and actually chase cats. Like you see oh, cats, and they're like <laughs> trying to get the fuck away from these rats that have toxo. That's it's insane. A, right. I, I found out about Sapolsky initially because I became obsessed with uh, toxoplasmosis. That's that cat parasite. This is the smartest person in the world. You may think the smartest people in the world would be famous, but they're not. Famous geniuses like Albert Einstein or Nikola Tesla don't even come close. To be a genius, you need an IQ of 140. Albert Einstein's was 160. The current living smartest person is Marilyn Vosavant. She has an IQ of 190. But that's not even close to the smartest person of all time. That is William James Siddis. His IQ was 275. What? When he was just one and a half years old, he could read the New York Times. When he was five, he could calculate the day on any date in the past 10,000 years. At 11 years old, he got into Harvard University and could speak 25 languages. What? So far, no one has ever been smarter than this guy. This is the smartest person in the world. You may think the smartest people in the world would be... Anti-gravity killer at killer in India. What do you mean anti-gravity killer?
I was standing without any this support. This door is not buried in the base at all. It's not even attached to the base. It's just made to stand there with no support at the bottom or at the top. This is a completely freestanding pillar. They have simply placed it with no support, no binding material, no foundation, and not even a little bit of mortar or cement to attach it to the floor. Was this pillar built as a seismograph in ancient times? And is it still working by releasing stone balls to indicate the Romans are often unfairly accused of just copying others' inventions, but nothing could be further from the truth, as the impressive invention of Roman concrete demonstrates. Now, why was this concrete so superior? Well, because of its extreme durability. The largest freestanding concrete dome on the planet is still the one of the Pantheon, built around 1,900 years ago and survived countless earthquakes. In fact, Roman concrete is much more durable than modern concrete and can withstand water erosion much better. We can still find impressive remnants of Roman underwater concrete construction where it has withstood water erosion for 2,000 years. Compare that to modern concrete that can even withstand seawater for 50 years. That's why more and more concrete companies are trying to imitate Roman concrete. The reason why Roman concrete is so superior is that Romans used an additional ingredient, namely potsolanic ash, a volcanic ash which prevents cracks from spreading in the concrete, thus rendering it very resilient to erosion of any kind. The Romans are fairly accused of just copying others' inventions, but nothing could be further from the truth, as the impressive invention of Roman concrete demonstrates. Now, why was this concrete so superior? Well, because of its extreme durability. The largest freestanding concrete dome on the planet is still the one of the Pantheon, built around 1,900 years ago, having survived countless earthquakes. In fact, Roman concrete is much more durable than modern concrete, and can withstand water erosion much better. We can still find impressive remnants of Roman underwater concrete construction in Caesarea Maritima or in Baia, where it has withstood water erosion for 2,000 years. Compare that to modern concrete that can even withstand seawater for 50 years. That's why more and more concrete companies are trying to imitate Roman concrete. The reason why Roman concrete is so superior is that the Romans used an additional ingredient, namely potsolanic ash, a volcanic ash which prevents cracks from spreading in the concrete, thus rendering it very resilient to erosion of any kind. The Romans are often unfairly accused of just copying others' inventions, but nothing could be further from the truth, as the impressive invention of Roman concrete demonstrates. Now, why was this concrete so superior? Well, because of its extreme durability. The largest freestanding concrete dome on the planet is still the one of the Pantheon, built around 1,900 years ago, having survived countless earthquakes. In fact, Roman concrete is much more... There's gonna be, there's gonna be the first woman president. Right? Which means, which means you don't even know what her, you don't even know what her fucking platform is, and you'll automatically cheer. It's got the same genitalia. Fucking, I'm telling you, they're not smart people. Feminists, they're not as smart as they're coming up. I'm telling you. Someday. Hey man, I didn't vote for. There's gonna be the first female president, which means there's gonna be the first male first lady. <laughs> and you wait, you fucking wait. The first time that dude opens his mouth about some political shit, you watch all these feminists. They're on me. You shut the fuck up.
One of the horses ain't having it. He rears up, kicks him in his leg. It's like 1400s China. There's no Kaiser Permanente. His shit is shattered. And he's wailing, and the townspeople hear about it. And the townspeople run up on the little shack. And oh man, what are you going to do? You know, you can't domesticate these horses. You can't move this hoe. You guys are fully fucked. I don't know what you're going to do, but this is this is pretty much the end, right? And the old man says, I don't know what this is. He looks at his son's leg. He goes, I don't know what this is. I can't, I can't really call it. He's sitting with his son. He's trying to calm him down. He's in the middle of pain. And they hear this thunderous noise and they look up on the ridge line and they see 5,000 samurai on horseback running towards their little hut. And the commanding officer gets off his horse and says, give us your son. We're going to fight the Maoist army. And he goes, I, I would, but he can't get out the chair. He's crippled. And the man gets back on his horse and 8,000 men ride off to their death. Driving back from the beach back to where I'm living and I get out of my car and her bags are packed. And something in me from having heard what I just heard, I hear this like, I can't call it. One of the horses ain't having it. He rears up, kicks him in his leg. It's like 1400s China. There's no Kaiser Permanente. His shit is shattered. And he's wailing and the townspeople hear about it. And the townspeople run up on the little shack. And, oh, man, what are you going to do? You know, you can't domesticate these horses. You can't move this hoe. You guys are fully fucked. I don't know what you're going to do, but this is, this is pretty much the end, right? And the Shia man says, I don't know what... This is Moni. He lives in the slums of Kolkata in India. I met him by accident while walking around looking for the river, and we ended up hanging out for hours. We played with the local kids, drank chai, and he even showed me his home. Oh man, I want some chai. Moni told me stories about his life growing up poor. I was really touched by this story to the point that I offered him money. What he said next really surprised me. 
We can go to the ATM. I'll give you some money. You give me? Yeah, you want? No, no. Why not? No, no. Don't give me money. You give poor people. Like uh, street sleeping. Okay, I'm, I'm going to plant two trees. told you subscriber. This is Moni. This is the slopes of Kolkata in India. I met him by accident while walking for the river. I saw a woman a couple months back, professional soccer player, right? She goes on to ESPN or one of these sports channels and she starts bitching going like, I don't understand. How come female athletes don't make as much as male professional athletes? And all of these men had to sit there and act like they didn't know what the answer was. They had to sit there like dumbfounded, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why is that? Literally, I'm sitting at home screaming at the TV because you don't sell any fucking tickets. Nobody is going to women's soccer games. You're playing in a 20,000 seat arena. 1,500 people show up. It's not a good night. The promoter lost his fucking ass on that gig. I'm not saying no professional female athletes, Serena Williams, the women in the UFC, you know, but nobody's watching your fucking sport. And then you're going to come and you're going to get mad at fucking men. They keep doing that shit. Why are you yelling at us? It's not our fucking job. I saw a woman a couple months back. And the funniest thing about it is, um, I don't think that none of the female rappers that actually were, you know, involved in that, they were really Roxanne. ARS-One and Scott LaRock's Boogie Down Productions, as part of their legendary Bridge Wars battle with MC Shan and Marley Marl's Juice Group, targeted Roxanne Chante in BDPs. The bridge is over. Rap piece. Bridge of Cyclopean Wall in Italy. 